Y'all know that song? She said, Hey, I know. Y'all don't know that song? You're right, because you don't know that song. Man, quit playing with me. Start the show. We gotta give it up for the Hey Arnold people, for the Hey Arnold generation, cause I'm a part of that. Huh? Come on here, Nickelodeon. Y'all don't know nothing about it, so don't act like you do. But at any rate, welcome to the show. We bike in this thing. Uh huh. Yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. How y'all doing, man? Welcome to the 831 show. You know what it is. Well, we're going to laugh, we're going to learn, and we're going to heal. Huh? Just tell your neighbor every time you come into here, uh-huh, we're going to laugh, we're going to learn, and we's going to heal. Okay? Clap those hands and tell them thank you. <laughs> hey! It's a good time, though. Y'all know how we roll over here. Um, it's been great. Let me tell y'all something. And no shade, no tea to anybody else that's listening to the show. I appreciate everybody's support. Y'all don't know how much it means to me. You know, even if it's just a few listeners, we're going to keep doing it, man. Trying to told you. Trying to told you. But let me tell y'all who has been enjoying my shows. And that is my mama. Let me tell you something. I'll always love my mama. Listen. My mama has been enjoying my shows, okay? Every time we on FaceTime, she be like, you dropping the episode this week? And I just get so excited. I get so giddy. Because ah! listen, ain't nothing like having the support of your parents, of your mama. Huh? Come on, man. So no shade, no tea to everybody else. But my mama loves my show. And I'm with it, okay? So I'm going to keep making them. So shout out to mommy. I don't know, maybe if I talk her into it, maybe she'll be a guest. I don't know, I may have to do a episode on career choices and teaching. Let me tell you something. My mama, her, her calling is a teacher. That's what she do. She's been doing it for over 30 years. And she don't just do it in the classroom. She used to do it to us as kids. Like, she would correct us as kids at home. Like, on grammar. <sighs> on Grammar. Like subject verb agreement, okay? <laughs> she be like, uh-uh, get it right. You said what? Oh, okay, that's what I thought. Listen, so growing up now, I have a little tolerance for bad grammar because you see where it come from. So anyway, love you, mama. So yeah, if you are not. 
following me on the socials, please do that. Um, so y'all can stay updated and stuff. Uh, follow me on Facebook, Christian Walker. Follow me on Instagram, Christian.Walker3. Uh, and yeah, let me tell y'all something. My mind is really ate up. If y'all ain't figured it out by now, uh, I just, yeah, it, my mind is just fried. It's just really fried. I made a post on Facebook <laughs> not too long ago. And let me tell y'all something. I do not apologize for said sentiments. I said this, and the saints just went off just laughing, and the comment section is hilarious. And I said something along the lines of, I said, I've reached the age where roller sets, bonnets, and moo-moos are eternal. And I ain't making no apologies. Let me tell you something. I have just reached that age. <laughs> it is funny because I'm only 28, going on 29, so whoo But maturity-wise, that's just where I'm at. It's just, it's just, it's just grown. It's just that grown folk energy. That grown one. Let me tell you something. I don't know. Like if I see a bonnet, especially if we on FaceTime or something, let me tell you something. You can keep that thing on. It, it, it just do something to me. It just, it just, yeah! <laughs> it just do something. Y'all pray for me, please. Now listen, what I don't what I don't need y'all to do, cause y'all some of y'all slick, don't be sending me no DMs of pictures of y'all and y'all's bonnets. Cause listen, no. And I do mean no. Big N and big O. No. <laughs> Please do not. Okay? The quickest way to get blocked, fam. Okay? And my block ministry is tough. Alright? So Yep. Well, we have gotten to our segment. Y'all know how we do it. It is devotional songs. Go, brother. Listen, let me tell y'all something. It's devotional song time. Y'all know how we do. Y'all get to take a look into my music library choices and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because we love music over here at 831. Cool? Yep. So, today's devotional song. Uh, if y'all have not heard Janelle Monae's latest record, it's so funky. It is so funky. And it's crazy because I remember Janelle back when uh, she was just like emerging on the scene and she was a featured artist in this group called Jazz Specs. Let me tell y'all something. Jazz Specs, that album was called the Polka Dotted Stripes. That album got me through high school. Dak and PJ Morton. So, if you're into like some, how would I? It's like fusion and it's like alternative. It's like, it's like all of that mixed in one. I don't know, Jazz Specs, it's for real, it's for like, real musical ears like in order to appreciate it but anyway Janelle was featured on a song in there so yeah so we found out about Janelle when I was in high school right and that's when she had just dropped a uh, tightrope uh, cause baby whether you're high or low you got the tip on the tight tip, tip on it baby tip on the tightrope right so yeah she just recently dropped the album y'all it's so funky and it's called The Age of Pleasure 
and it's so great it's janelle but it's like janelle in 2023 so my devotional song and like my favorite song from the record is called lipstick lover i really do anything for my lipstick lover 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 hey that john is a vibe okay Go check the tone out. Just go check the whole record out. It's really, it's a no skipper because the record just plays itself, right? And the record is only like 30 minutes. Come on now. Y'all make that drive to work every day. So, Lipstick Lover, it's a vibe. Go check it out. It's the bee's knees. Cool? Devotional song segment. Woo, woo, woo. Yep, yep. All right. All right. So what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today on the 831 show? Well, we are talking about storms. Look at your neighbor and say storms matter. Oh no, I've been feeling real preachy these last couple episodes. But it's all right though. It's okay. Cause y'all gonna get it. Y'all gonna get it. You gonna get tell your neighbor, you gonna get this. You gonna get it. Get this dance. Huh? Cause you about to lose your Wait a minute I don't want to say that I hope you don't lose your job I really don't But that's just a fun song Isn't it You about to lose your job Get this thing Hey You about to lose your job Hey Hey Hey, hey. <laughs> But no nah, Storms Let's talk about it Storms Matter So When I was a kid I was a kid, and obviously, you know, my mother can tell you about this too. I'm not, when I have her on the show, I'm just going. I, I, I want to hear some stuff from her perspective because it's going to be so funny. It's just going to be so funny. No, she could tell y'all when I was a kid. I um, uh, I was like obsessed with the weather and the weather channel, like on the news. Like I really used to be obsessed with that stuff. Like. This is now listen, some folks I'm about to tell my age. This is when we had the days of channels of the following. Channel three, channel five. Did we have channel eight? Or maybe it was like just three, five, and ten, channel thirteen, channel twenty-four. Right, you just only had a few channels because you had the antenna. Huh? Come on here. You had the antenna. This is before the days of cable, satellite cable, you know, direct TV and Comcast, you know, like you had a few channels and you know what shows is coming on these channels okay i'm talking about the days of abc huh pbs bbc huh come on here and that's how we grew up man so you know each channel had is like on news you know station right yeah channel three news yeah channel five news right uh channel 24 and all of that so i used to watch the news every morning like an old person like the old person i am now but i will always wait for the weather because i want to see what the weather's gonna be but it would get really interesting when um like we would be expecting storms like in the area right and i can say i probably watched the new watched the weather a lot because i was probably just a little paranoid of storms like thank god i've never ever been caught in a tornado you know, obviously I've been in the same city as one, but I've never been caught in one because, you know, it's just devastating, right? But it always fascinated me how storms happen, how storms occurred, right? Um, and they will always talk about, you know, cold fronts, and 
warm fronts and how much moisture is in the air, how dry it is outside, you know, all of this stuff, right? So typically how a storm happens, quick, what we call this, not geography, we call it geography, talking about the earth system, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, quick one-on-one lesson. So storms occur when you have, you know, a cold front coming through, right? Let's just say, you know, it's too hot in a certain area, right? Or it's just unusually hot. It's a lot of moisture in the air and it's just like, you know, whatever. So a cold front pretty much comes through to do what? Cool things off, right? But what happens is it's almost as if the cold front and the heat that's in the sky already is almost like they finna go to battle. They finna go to war. They finna fight. Cause like cold front coming in, like, hey bruh, it's too hot out here. I need to come cool some stuff off. And he's sitting there like, bruh, it's my time to shine. What you talking about? <laughs> right? And it really explains the entire season of spring and fall. I'll let you catch that later, right? But yeah, that's what a cold front's coming in. It's like, bruh, it's too hot. I gotta cool some stuff off, right? And rain naturally does that. But it's almost like there's this natural friction that happens in the air, right? And it causes a what? A storm. So it's almost like we watching y'all fight in the sky, bro. Like, come on. So, yeah. That's, I mean, in a nutshell, that's what it is, right? So I used to be so obsessed, right? And depending on how weird the weather is, sometimes depend depends on how aggressive the fight in the sky or how aggressive the storm is going to be, right? So I really used to be obsessed with that, right? And I figured out that it can only be considered a storm if it's aggressive enough, right? Storms are not sweet. Storms are not wimpy. (laughs) Storms are not soft. Storms come in with aggression, right? So I looked up a definition. Y'all know I like definitions. A storm, here's one definition. It says a violent disturbance of the atmosphere, right? With strong winds and typically comes with rain, thunder, lightning, or snow, right? So that's the noun, you know, a storm. A storm can also be used as a verb, right? To storm out, right? So it means to move angrily or forcefully in a specified direction, right? So a storm has a certain direction storms have purpose storms matter right and also what can be considered in the characteristic of a storm is storms don't last long drummer here's where you hit the shot track (laughs) storms don't last long storms come in to do what it's got to do to handle its job to complete its purpose and then it moves on once again it would always fascinate me as a kid sometimes the more aggressive the storm comes in right it's only it's gonna hit real hard for about 10 15 minutes and if it's an overnight storm you're gonna wake up and the next day it feels so good outside it feels clear right the sun is out no clouds in the sky right why because the storm came in to do what it had to do and it left the fight is over I feel that 
you ought to just tap yourself wherever you are and say, the fight is over. My storm is over. Huh? Where's Bishop S.Y. Younger when I need him? The storm is passing over. You know the storm is passing over. It won't be long from now. Okay, let me move on before I get stuck right there. Because that's good, ain't it? So, yeah. Right? So, storms have a purpose, right? So, let's go to the text. Let's go to the Bible. Right? Because we believe in the word of God at the 831 show. Huh? So, there's two accounts that we know about with storms. um, Especially in the gospel of Jesus. One storm is when Jesus... He is knocked out on the boat. The disciples is in the upper deck. Jesus is in the lower deck. He tired. You know what I'm saying? He trying to go to sleep, trying to get some rest. But they in the storm, right? And he sleep. He is knocked out, right? Disciples is like, hey, man, wake up. <laughs> this storm is a little too much for us. <laughs> so Jesus I'm almost certain he's like ticked off because he just woke up. You ever you ever had somebody wake you up from your sleep because of something crazy? Like, bruh, I was knocked out. That was something. Let me tell you something. You get the best sleep in the rain, in, in storm. You get some of the best sleep. Oh, my God. Jesus got to wake up. And he said, peace be still. Right? So the storm stops. Right? So that's one instance. But then there's another instance where he didn't stop the storm. Right, so Jesus just gets done. I'm, I'm around Matthew 13, Matthew 14. They just get he just gets done, I believe, feeding the 5,000. Right, just got done with the fish fry, so everybody's cleaning up. Like, throw your plates and your rare cups away. Like, we done, bro. We done. Everybody go home. I did what I was supposed to do. <laughs> and Jesus sends the disciples away. Yeah, while he goes, you know, to the mountains, you know, just to get what he needs, right? He always goes away. Typically, Jesus always goes away uh, just to kind of be to himself, especially after a powerful move like that, right? So he goes away, but he sends his disciples on to the other side. That's how the Bible says it, right? Jesus pretty much is like, hey, I'll meet y'all, you know, I'll meet y'all over there a little later on. Just, just go ahead and get started, right? Now, because this is Jesus, right? He's God. He's all of this. He's, he's God in flesh, right? I'm almost certain that Jesus knew that they were going to go into a storm. But he didn't tell them. He just said, go ahead. I'll meet y'all on the other side. Have you ever been in a situation where you sitting there like Jesus now did you really just send me into a storm fam and you wasn't even on the boat you just put us out here all by our lonesome <laughs> hey, what is that what <laughs> but that's what he did he said go ahead I'll see y'all when y'all get there I'll see y'all when I get there alright so the storm is happening right you know winds and waves is pretty much tossing this boat everywhere I mean I can only imagine being on that boat they're probably sitting there like hey fam I don't know if we're gonna make it <laughs> and where is Jesus while all this is happening that's another question I got for you right like 
You're going to send me into a storm all in my lonesome. And then while we out here, I don't even know where to find you. And it be like that in life sometimes. Like when you be in some real tough situations and you be looking around like, Jesus, where are you? You sent me out here, right? Fam, you're not even on the boat and you're nowhere to be found. How dare you, right? Did you just really just, come on, man. Like this is not, it's not cool, right? But he begins to walk on water, being Jesus, right? Just walking on water, doing his thing. And they didn't know it was him. They saw something. They saw somebody because they was like, wait, is that a ghost we see? Like, what's going on? And mom was saying they frustrated out and all this kind of stuff. And he said, nah, it's Jesus. It's me. Told you I was coming, right? And of course, they sitting there like, nah, can't be you. And our good friend, Peter, don't we love Peter? Don't we love Peter? Peter is like, hey, fam, say, fam, if it's you, tell me to come out there. Jesus is like, all right, come on out. So, Peter, being Peter, got out the boat. And Peter started walking on water, right? You know the story. So, you know, all this is happening and, you know, Peter starts to walk towards Jesus, you know, but the storm distracts Peter and you know, Peter starts to sink and he's like, hey, hey, fam, help. I'm down here drowning. <laughs> help your boy out. And, you know, Jesus gets him out the water and, you know, oh, he a little face and blah, 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 blah. Right? Then they get back in the boat and hotty, dotty, dotty, dotty. So, all this is happening where? In the storm. Here's one of the first things I have to say about say about a storm. While Jesus did calm one storm, he didn't calm this one. All storms are not rebukable. Did you hear me? I said all storms are not rebukable. Some things we have the power and the authority to rebuke and to come against. All storms are not that way. Because storms, like I said earlier, they have a purpose. Storms matter. They come to handle a job. Right? So, I'm going to give you these quick tidbits. And I'm going to get at you here. All right? So, while Peter, you know, he's in the storm, you know, they're all in the storm, they get out. All right? First things here. Storms teach you focus. Storms teach you how to focus. Right? So Peter gets out the boat. Right? His eyes, at least when he got out the boat, is fixed on Jesus. It's fixed on one destination. He's already taken a leap of faith. I mean, literally just got out of a boat in this violent storm, right? It's testing his focus. It's teaching him how to focus, right? Because here's what's crazy. As soon as Peter took his eyes off of Jesus, that's when he started to sink. 
And a lot of times in life, when we take our eyes, I hate to say this cliche, but it kind of works right now. Take your eyes off the prize. (laughs) No, but when you take your eyes off the very thing that you're focusing on, it's so easy to get distracted. Actually, a a distraction came to distract you, right? It, It took your focus off of where you were headed. And where you were headed to mighty quickly, right? Distractions hold us up. Distractions throw us off. We was on course. We was doing what we had to do. You know what I'm saying? But the storm took, you know, and and, and, and you can't say that that has never happened to you before. Peter had a human moment. We've all been distracted before. We all had our focus set on something that we were supposed to be doing. And then, boom, storm comes, just knocks all of our focus off, right? Storms come to teach you how to focus. Because if you can focus in a storm, you can conquer the world. (laughs) If you can focus in a storm, while the winds, the waves, water going everywhere, I mean, if you can focus in that, Oh, listen, you are unstoppable, right? So they come to teach you focus. That's first. Two, they come to test your faith. Test your faith. It's very easy to not only lose focus in a storm, but to lose faith, right? Like I said earlier, Jesus not only sends them into a storm, but they look around for a second and he was nowhere to be found. And that's enough to knock your faith off. (laughs) That is enough for anybody to lose faith. Because it's like, wait a minute. Like, come on, man. Like, I have faith in you to be here when things got rough, when things got tough, and I look around and you ain't even here. And I ain't never been in this situation before. So, you know, and the last time we was on the boat in the storm, you was on the boat. You were asleep, but you was on the boat nonetheless, right? We came and woke you up. So this is our first time in a storm on the boat and you not even here. Come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like they come to test your faith, right? Uh, what what what's the scripture that talks about um, trials? Right? They come, you know, they they work patience, they work your faith, they te- literally test your faith to see how much faith you get. Because sometimes we think we got a whole lot of faith until we run into a storm. It's real quiet in this Presbyterian church. You think you got a whole lot of faith? All right, go into a storm, go into a trial and see how much faith you get. (laughs) They come to literally test your faith, right? So, it teaches you how to focus. It tests your faith. Number three, it trains your trust. Trains your trust. It's almost like you're in the gym and you're training, but it's your trust that's on uh, 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 that's on the machine, right? It's your trust that's bench pressing, right? All of this is happening while Peter's in the storm. 
right? It's teaching him how to focus. It's testing his faith, but it's training him on how to trust Jesus in this moment. No matter what happens, trust me, because you didn't get out the boat for no reason. I feel that. And if some of you that's listening to me right now, you did not take that leap of faith for no reason. You did not get out the boat for no reason, especially in a storm. It ain't like we got to land yet. We are in the middle of the ocean. They are in the middle of, you are in the literal middle of a thing. And you have gotten, you've gotten out of your safe place. You have gotten out of uncomfortability. And it's almost like you put yourself in a predicament to where you could die at any given moment because the storm got that much power, right? But you are in a storm that is training your trust. It's training you how to trust God in that moment right talk about on the job training <laughs> you, 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 you want your trust to go up a little bit alright be, be careful what you pray for cause that's what that's what Jesus do he'll send you right into a storm and you'll look around he ain't nowhere to be found and before you know it he tell you you get out the boat what this is too much happening all at once fam I, <laughs> I didn't know this was gonna be you know, a, a week cause I thought this was gonna go on for a few months. You know, we can spread it out over time. Nah, nah. We now this is on the job training. It's training your trust. Trust God in this in this thing, right? That's what it's doing. So it's teaching you how to focus. It's testing your faith. It's training your trust. Last but not least, it's killing your pride. It's killing your pride. This is the last principle. So, Peter's focus gets knocked off. His faith is failing him at this very moment. His trust, (laughs) he can't be trusting them much because now he's drowning. (laughs) But it's killing his pride because Jesus is watching him drown right now. Right? Although he had every reason to, right? I mean, who 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 wouldn't start drowning in a situation like that? But had Peter not opened up his mouth and said, help, Peter could have died from drowning. The very thing that was called to train his trust, to build his faith, to strengthen his focus could have killed him. Had he not opened up his mouth and said, help. Because watch this. This is Peter's first time ever being in this situation. So even in on-the-job training, you got to know when you're drowning. Oh, that's good. You got to know when you're drowning. You got to know when you're just losing it all. Everything's falling apart and not falling in place. You got to know how to open your mouth and ask for help. And that's what Peter did. Peter had to kill his pride at the moment. Peter pretty much had to go through that whole process in his mind. I was doing so good when I got out this boat. I was walking. I was doing everything. And my focus got knocked off. And I'm drowning. And there's people watching me too. It ain't like it's just me and Jesus out here. No, it's 11 other disciples right now watching me. They're watching me. And that's a revelation for some of y'all too. It's people watching you 
go through process right now. They're watching you because you got out the boat. They didn't. You had enough faith, right? You had enough gall to get out, to literally walk in a storm, right? There's people watching you and there's people depending on you, right? But even in that, Peter had to kill his pride. He said, it's not my time to die and I can't let these people know, <laughs> right? I can't, I, I can't let them see me go out like this. I got to let them know that it's okay to ask for help even when I'm drowning. And that's what, that's what he did. He said, help. Jesus reached down his hand. He got him up, right? And he said that between, it was just between, you know, him and Peter. He said, oh, you a little faith. <laughs> I would have looked at Jesus like, Man, don't go on somewhere with that, man. Like you, you don't want to ask me to come out here. Like don't, don't, don't save me a Like no, right? Oh, yeah, a little faith. I know, I know, I got a little faith. That's why I started drowning. <laughs> right? So yeah, that's storms matter, man. Like they come, to, they come. Storms teach you about you. You don't find out who you really are, what you really made of until you're in a storm. Ask me how I know. And ask some folks that didn't live this life a little, a little while. Right? So here are the four principles again. Storms come to teach you how to focus. Strengthen your focus. To test, build your faith. To train your trust. And to kill your pride. Four principles. Gotta know they want to ask for help. I'm going to end with this. I'm a Baptist preacher, so you know, we always start with a good intro. Our points going to be closed. I was headed uh, to Atlanta with uh, the church uh, about a month or so ago. And, uh, you know, the trip from Nashville to Atlanta is, what, like three and a half hours. You know, it's not bad, right? I've done drive a bunch of times. But it's never been this long before. And I didn't know that we were going to run into a storm on the way down there. And I'm one of those people, I'm pretty good at uh, beating the clock. Don't tell my mama I said that. But I got a heavy foot, huh? Listen, I don't mind shaving off some time, fam. <laughs> I've done it before. But no, even if you're going at a comfortable speed, you might naturally knock like 10, 15 minutes off the clock. Yeah, whatever. But it's never cool when time starts to get added. Y'all, when we was in that storm, I'm talking about in the, it rained the entire time. I was frustrated. So frustrated. And a four-hour trip turned into five hours. And every time I looked down at the clock, it's like more minutes kept getting added. And I said, come on, man. This is not fun. This is not cool. But what was happening? God was testing my faith. It's training my trust. Right? All of that was happening. Because sometimes in life, when you're in a storm, sometimes it feels like the closer you get is the further you get from it. It's like, I know I'm in it. I know I'm headed in the right direction. But the storm just knocking me off. It keeps adding time. Right? But it's all right. If you get through the storm, you'll be just fine. Storms make you stronger. They make you so much stronger. And we got there. It was a little delayed, but we did get there. huh? And be encouraged. This storm is not going to stop 
you from getting there. I told you storms don't last long. It, it can rain all day long, but storms come to complete its job and are gone about its business. Cool. I've held you a little too long, but it's all right. I wanted to help you get through the storm. You're going to be all right. You're going to come out stronger. You're going to come out wiser. And you got people watching you. Cool? They depended on you. Don't drown. Well, even if you drown, some of you may feel like you're drowning right now. But don't die. Power of life and death is in your tongue, it's in your mouth. Don't die, even if you're drowning. The Lord will come help you. You'll be just fine. This day 31 show. Y'all know how we do. Like I said, follow me on the socials. Christian.walker3 on IG. Christian Walker on Facebook. Let me know how y'all enjoying the show. If this is helping you. Like I said, I know my mama's loving it. So, <laughs> nah, man. Listen, we got one more show in season one. We got one more to go. One more, and then we done. Look, huh? Seven, eight to seven, the number completion, huh? We got one more round, and then we done with this first season. It's been a great season, for a great first season. In season two, we coming back hard. We coming back tough. But more on that on the next episode. I love y'all, man. Storms matter. You may not be able to rebuke this one, but you're going to make it out of it. I promise you. You're going to live through it. Love y'all. Peace.